0: Hey everyone and welcome back to another week with the HLP. This week I'm gonna keep it pretty short, so I'm gonna go ahead and welcome you into episode 218, Take Me to Ren Church.
1: Do you like liquor and things that go boo then? Welcome up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 218. Oh, and I guess this is the episode that comes out after our big team birthday, yeah, Billy and Steve, another year older. Wow, how yeah. does it feel,
2: S- Steve? Thirty. That's that sucks. You feel pretty dirty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not looking forward to it. You come, Ste- up? No, <laughs> Steve, this- <laughs> you're already there. When this is when the listeners are listening to it. How's oh it god, feeling? this. Oh boy, yeah. So this is what? One, two, three, four. This is my fifth day of being thirty. Every day's been worse than the day before. I'm calling it now.
3: Oh my god. Oh no.
2: The slow crushing monolith of time has grinding me under its ever-present wheel. Um, real rough stuff. Yeah, he turned 30. He took the ears off his headphones. Oh, that's
1: well, that's not happening. Well, you're not 30 yet. Steve. Take the ears off his headphones.
4: You get 10 whole years of your dirty 30s.
2: <laughs> I do kind of like the sound of that. Welcome good. to the club, man. Ooh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow. We get to look you, down you, on all the rest of these 20 somethings for a small amount of time together. Like That'll Brooks, did
1: you take a new name in your 30s? I know, I know Brooks, uh,
2: Brooks is stash master over there. Ooh. Hmm, I'd have to think about that one.
4: Hmm, maybe kitty lover. <laughs>
0: mm. right. <Christ. laughs> I was
2: like thinking yes. something like, well, I was thinking something like fur daddy, but <laughs> yeah. fur daddy, okay. <laughs> fur daddy. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs>
1: He's going by fur, the boys <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can you talk Are about anything it? else? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Haley, I like got one year left. Start thinking of your name.
0: <laughs> I'll be fine. I'm fine. Steve's not doing good, but I'm Mm-mm. fine.
1: Yeah, I think this—that's what happened when uh, the race car driver Dick Trickle just had that name. I think it was when he turned thirty that he changed yeah. his name to Dick Trickle. <gasps> he was ahead of the game. Yeah, he was. Man. Well, it's a group drink today. Patrons gave us a group drink. Emily, who suggested this one and what is it?
3: So this was suggested by Rez and I gave the drink its name, but only because she said I could. So I named it Blood Brew Elixir. It is one part cherry vodka, one part tart cherry juice, two parts cherry seltzer or other cherry beverages and a few maraschino cherries and then a little bit of the syrup.
2: Now I will say, I did say this already on the Discord, but I will repeat it here because I do think it is worth repeating. The look that I got from the cashier when I (laughs) (laughs) rolled up and purchased nothing but a a jar of cherries, a two liter of cherry juice, and a tall boy of white claw black cherry. She looked at me like I was some sort of fur daddy freak (laughs) (laughs) better be careful all that cherry juice is gonna stick in your
1: fur (laughs) oh it's good it's good Rez thank you it is
3: it is actually quite delicious Mm. and it's a cool color too
1: yeah it's good nice and blood brew and
4: and it's a it's a bit of like that sweeter like artificial cherry that's my that's all me I love that Mm
1: i might get addicted to this blood brew elixir.
0: I, I'm really enjoying this. Um, one of my favorite candies before I found out I could never have it ever again in my life was the pull apart Twizzlers that are the cherry flavor. They're like one of those things oh, I yeah. didn't mm-hmm. like very often, mm-hmm. but when I wanted it, I wanted way too many of them.
1: Because they fair, like yeah. hit the
0: right spot. Okay. But it reminds me of that.
1: I don't know what spot those hit. Those are those They're are so tier candies.
0: So I I understand. I'm also from a licorice family. Like they like my family ate like a lot like I'm from a licorice family too.
1: And I like licorice. And I'm but I'm well aware that that's an F tier candy. It's good. <laughs> I'm well aware it's like an old person and, and like it's only good to people whose half their taste buds have died. I'm aware. Hmm. I don't know I, I'm, a, I'm aware certain candies are just flavored wax <laughs> Look I'm the kid that ate soap and Candles right? <laughs> <laughs> well, really really You're a high fucking horse Listen Over here, here I don't I fucking know what a bad tier candy is <laughs> I've eaten the bottom I've eaten the, the, the soap that looks like Candies <laughs> <laughs> You didn't have to keep doing it though I mean, it, it's, a solid, it's a solid F-tier candy. You're not gonna fucking leave it in the dish.
2: Well, the dish You're being always, the, the dish in the shower. The dish
1: being <laughs> the, the soap dish next to the sink. Did you, did you eat Much that? like Tom's. Like I got in trouble as a kid because I ate a whole fucking thing of Tom's. Christ. It's not even it's that like, good. These are, so, these are solid solid-eat-tier candy, these Tom's. They're fine. Uh. Did you?
3: That's bad. That's so chalky. Did you eat dinner in like
1: the bathtub? bathtub. (laughs) They called me Johnny Silt after that one. Sweet.
2: Mom got a new flavor (laughs)
1: L'Oreal. Don't give me a start on bubblegum toothpaste.
2: <laughs> oh well, that is, is pretty good. You know? <laughs> that is
1: pretty good, but if it is okay. bad for you. Don't do it. it. Yeah, it's pretty pretty bad for your insides. But you know, mm. any, anybody
2: get a sidecar?
1: Any, yeah, any I do. Uh,
2: the rest of the twenty-four ounce are of black oh, cherry, yeah. <laughs> white claw.
4: So we got some some press uh, seltzers that are oh, nice. absolutely like delicious. Pressed. Apple cinnamon. I haven't had their apple cinnamon, pineapple, basil, linden, be- lingonberry, elderflower, mm, lingusberry, pear, chamomile, chamomile. Which one are you starting with? Apple cinnamon. It's getting a little chilly here in Minnesota.
1: Yeah, You're beginning the slow spiral into um, frozen temperatures. Yes.
4: Uh, it's, we we'll it's, see, oh, we'll see you again in May. Mm.
1: Oh, it's great. Awesome. Emily, you got a sidecar over there?
3: No, I just have my one drink, but maybe Brooks will be kind and share one of the four he has over there. We'll see.
1: <laughs> He's gonna toss it over the wall that divides you.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Which I'm one a little do you want? worried. I don't know if I'm it's gonna like, catch it.
1: It's gonna be like a Coke commercial <laughs> in the Berlin Wall. Kind of want to see
4: <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Uh how about Surprise me. The one that okay. If he
1: if he
2: loads a t-shirt gun
1: right now. <laughs> You're gonna
2: lose it. <laughs> you gotta toss it over. Oh, hey, it's going. Through. I, it's, oh, there is through absolutely no way.
3: There's a break in the wall. We can utilize. I got right. lingonberry mm-hmm. elderflower.
1: Lingonberry. Haley, speaking of lingonberries, you got any lingonberries over there?
0: No, I didn't. I didn't pack a sidecar because I figured that I would like this drink, and so I didn't pack anything else. And then also, I haven't drank any until now.
1: That's fair. I finished my whole thing. Hmm. it was good though uh, so my, my sidecar is this three Floyd's battle priest wild ale, ale and on the cover is just like this armored oh, out yeah. dude uh, dude covered in heavy armor and a huge horned helmet and he's got like big war flails in each hand and I was like this is gonna be dope this is gonna be awesome it's really tough
0: <laughs> oh no <laughs>
3: It's that's really so tough, sad. but I, I
1: usually like three Floyds. It's just like, it's, it's so sour and it's just like straight vinegar. It's tough.
3: Mm. Oh, that's not a good mm-hmm. sour.
1: No, it's not. No. a. It's not. It's really not a good sour. It's got, it's got like some hoppiness and then like straight to vinegar. Mm. It's tough. I, 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 like, I like my wild ale's a little different than that, but whatever. Um, I think we got to roll off. Oh, first roll off of, uh. My 30s. Part 6. End of your 30s, I guess. End of your 30s. Yeah, let's see if your 30s give you any luck. Can I roll a thirty-sided to die for this? <laughs> Can I think I think turn this thing 30s. around, Steve, in your
4: 30s? 19. 13. 9. 11.
0: Oh my god, I got a 9.
4: Oh, we got <gasps> oh, the cable. I could go from
3: first to Domestic worst.
1: dispute edition. <laughs> <laughs> You got to roll them through the wall.
4: Oh no, I got an 11.
3: I got a 5, so it's me. Yeah.
2: Sweet. The boys are still alive. Oh Ooh, baby. Oh baby, it's it's the three boys. Boy clock somewhere. Boy for for
1: one of the first times, one of the boys didn't lose round one. <laughs> <laughs> what Been a minute. What a day. Well, I don't know. We got 230 year olds in the boys club, so I guess it's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's boy and the men. Boys. Two men. Boys to men. Yeah, boy two men. Boy two men. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I think we got that.
4: (laughs) I think we We can copyright that one.
1: Yeah, because it's not there's no Z or S or (laughs) anything. It's just boy two men. Like two and a half men and boys to men. It's like a crossover. Ooh.
4: (laughs) I wanna let's put that one on the
1: CW. Yeah, put it on the CW, (laughs) boy two men. What happened last time? (laughs) Well last we left our heroes, they returned to Caliphas with the um, the vampires that they had promised to bring to justice, both Ed Turner and Azia DuBless. When they met with Luvric, he doled out an appropriate punishment for Turner, killed the witch, and released Ramosgard Minos, who told the party a little bit more information than he initially had given them. I told them that the Carrion crown elixir is not for uh, the Prince of Ustalab, but rather for a line of descendants from the Whispering Tyrant himself, that line ending in the Loramore family. Further, he told you that the Carrion crown elixir is not meant to just turn somebody into a lich. It's meant to turn them into the Whispering Tyrant, if they are of his blood. The party was able to bring Rune and Eclipse back from Stone and from Death, and they made plans to um, kind of split the, the current group. So, Quinley, who, jeez has now been with the party for, I want to say, I want to say, like, He's been with you guys since like 190. It's been a while. I've seen He's been with you guys for like 25 episodes. And Rune, we're going to escort Ramoska and Kiza, and we're going to be um, joined by Halloran and the oh, and uh, and Eve- Evelyn and the group of them. We're going to go to another vampire count in Usulav to. Gain his alliance, and to uh, have Ramoska start working on the cure for vampirism. We ended with Eclipse being brought back to life, and I think that's where you guys are. You know where you're headed. It is a place called Ren Church in Veerlic.
0: But um, but but where is that for for me, Haley? How like? Give
1: but me where a, is that?
0: Give me a good. Uh, Well, I guess I could. Rune could probably give us a geography lesson. Sure, Um,
1: Rune can give you a geography lesson. She's not gone yet. She's waiting on, uh, waiting on Turner to get weak enough from that blood brew elixir to get fried alive.
0: Yeah, I guess. But like, I actually do want to know. Like, in relation to where we are, like, I mean, are we talking like a city over a state over? Right, right.
1: Roll me a geography.
0: Oh, actually.
1: Okay. Yes. Uh, what you know right now is that Virlik is like the next county over. It's like the haunted county of Ustalov where the whispering tyrant's seat used to be. And it actually used to be like three counties that were all so corrupted that people couldn't live there.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Thirty-six.
1: Thirty-six. Sure. Um
0: very high for rune. <laughs>
1: You know that Wren Church uh, was kind of once a very beautiful and famous monastery of Ferasman monks, and as monasteries go, it was uh, seated in the highlands of the Hungry Mountains. So it's up high in the mountains, kind of on a plateau. Um, from from where you are, you'd be entering Veerlick from the south the the county itself kind of looks like a large triangle with its uh, furthest down point pointed towards where you would enter uh the hungry mountains are at the ed- back edge of the triangle from you and the and Ren church is kind of like in the back corner it's um it's roughly 250 miles away so it's a pretty long journey by foot um and that, that's made worse by the fact that it's up in the mountains um, and that you'd have to travel through most of Virlic to get there. And that is treacherous because there aren't defined paths anymore uh, and the whole country, like all the fauna and flora are corrupted and, and awful. So you would expect that you'd be attacked pretty frequently. Uh, traveling through it. And I'll also give you this for that geography, because geography kind of has to do with like the weather of a place. You know that, um, and you remember Luvrik saying this, but sunlight's not really a problem in Veerlik because it's so gloomy all the time. Uh, but there are several unnatural weather events that plague the place and seem to follow living people when they oh. enter so you would expect a couple things uh, your, your check was so high I'm actually going to give you what some of these um, some of these I guess phenomena are um, unlike a regular storm a lot of these storms are necromantically charged you've heard of what are called desiccating dust storms um, which is kind of like a dust storm except it smothers all flame blocks out light. Um, it's accompanied by severe winds, and for living creatures caught outside, it deals uh, it deals da- damage every round, and lasts for uh, up to twenty minutes as it blows through. You know something, I guess, particularly terrible about this. Uh, these are caused by the mummies in the area that um, that. The whispering tyrant had brought as part of his undead army. Um, if you get caught in one of these, there's a high likelihood that you'll, uh, as the dust cracks into your skin and dries it out, it will um, give you mummy rot. Oh! Uh, you you've heard to look out for um, lightning and like bruise colored clouds. The sky when these roll in almost looks like flesh. Uh, it becomes this like pale tan. This is what's called a mortuary tempest. Um, this brings windstorm force winds and what uh, the first person that probably encountered it thought was sleet. But in fact, as it hits you, you realize the stench is embalming fluid. Oh. Um, and this deals acid damage to you as you're exposed. The lightning in these storms seem to actively seek out living creatures, and so you have a high chance of being struck. Um, a lightning bolt here would would deal a significant amount of damage. Um, and you know that the lightning doesn't even only do electricity damage. it would like it it, it does like unholy damage to you. Mm. Um, they also call. To these creatures known as lightning phantoms uh, and so if you get stuck in one of these tempests uh, there's a very high likelihood that these, these lightning phantoms would attack you and feed off of you and even direct the lightning towards you there's a, a, another storm and this one the storm seems to howl and it glows like sickly green it's known as a poltergeist storm and you can usually recognize it by the images of ghostly, leering faces in the clouds. Um, the storm is known to panic those that um, those that are caught in it. And it just does straight negative damage to you if you're caught in it. Probably the worst part of it is that it supernaturally ages you. And so it just can kill you outright from making you old.
3: Wow! Uh,
1: finally... There's what's known as a sanguinary cloud, uh, and it usually lands on campsites, like drops out of the sky and sits. This fog, generally like lower level uh, adventurers or even people just like commoners that are trying to enter and exit this, this land are just found like a whole campsite of them completely drained of all of their fluids. Uh, when, when one of these sanguinary clouds just lands on them. Uh, the first time they were seen, they were mistaken for a colossal vampiric mist because that's Ooh. what they look like. They just look like this huge vampiric mist, but they're they're usually uh, a 60-foot radius, so like 120 feet across. You take constitution damage when you're in the cloud. However... Much like a lot of fog banks. It can be dispersed by high wind.
3: That's a positive.
1: Yeah, that's a positive. You guys at least have something that where, you can do about it.
2: Where did we say Mark Harith went? Yeah, I mean with
1: us. <laughs> you can certainly hang out for a while. As long as you guys like heal him up and everything.
3: <laughs> we could maybe cure his uh his blindness. Cure his
1: blindness, yeah. <laughs> Those are the main weather events. You know, the land itself is prone to sinkholes, and those sinkholes usually actually lend themselves to, like, when you drop down, it's usually like a ghoul warren or something like that. It's not usually just a sinkhole. Um, So, yeah, it's uh, it's not great.
0: No, that's not. Yikes.
4: Have we unlocked fast travel yet?
3: (laughs) We don't have Tulia with us, so I don't think we can teleport or anything. Yeah, that's going
0: to be an issue. She,
1: she couldn't take all of you even if she was here. Yeah, that's true. But she capped at four people?
0: Um, like great question. An
1: extra person for every three caster levels?
0: Um, yeah, that sounds about right. But she can cast at a higher caster level. So?
1: Like high enough
2: that she could get eight? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's like CL24. All right. Is there anything else we want to try and learn here or is it time to say our goodbyes and get moving?
1: I'm not sure. I mean, I I really don't know what else you guys want to do in Caliphas if there's anything, but you do know this, this is gearing up to be a really long journey. Probably the longest one you've, you've made thus far. And you know, the whispering way was already on their way Mm -hmm. when you got to Caliphas, So Mm -hmm. they've got, you know, weeks on you at this point.
2: Well, before we take off, Matumbe is obviously going to spend some time with his daughter and she's probably not doing super great still, but he's going to explain the situation and explain that, you know, he has every intention of bringing her back to the family down in the Milwaukee, but that's going to have to wait until one after she's cured and two after this mission's complete. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't know if you want to like play all that out because that might take some time, but that's that's essentially what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I think, um, she's doing much better now that Turner isn't like forcing her to fail saves and um she can actually like you know with the help of an actual cleric that wants to help her she <laughs> can be cured yeah you know of the of the addiction just with a um I'm not sure if it's like a break enchantment or something there's there, there's a couple spells in the description that break the addiction so I'm sure like Evelyn would would cast that yeah. and fix her but yeah I, I mean I think she looks she looks sad, like you would expect. You Mm. know, she just got you back.
2: Yeah, and and it's tough for Mitsumbe too, right? Like, this is ostensibly why he's here in the first place. He came here for Professor Lorimore's funeral, or rather to this region, but he set off on his entire inquisitor life goal because he he had lost her, and now they're reunited, but uh, job's not quite done. And if he doesn't take care of this who will yeah you gotta see it through
4: and I think Air Bear would, would see that um, I guess that connection and draw from, from it the responsibility that he has or that he I guess has put on himself to complete this journey and the connections that he's made makes it that much more important now, rather than before when he was doing these things out of revenge and uh, just, I guess, strictly for for his own purposes. But now he's seeing the bigger picture.
2: Mm-hmm. You're not fighting for vengeance anymore. You're you're fighting to protect others and 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 all of that that comes with it. It's a little bit more righteous.
4: Exactly. Yeah. But but Quinley is coming with, right?
2: Well, Quinley. No, Quinley's
4: going no. no. Okay, so we're not fighting. You'll, you'll see him
1: again. They just got to the, uh, get the other vampires mm-hmm. to, to fight as well. Oh, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, we have to go raise the vampire army. Mm-hmm. It's a big task.
2: I know, which is why we're sending our two best diplomats, Rune and Quinley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It'll be totally fine. Totally fine. No no issues at all. I'm a really good doctor. They're the only half-vampires
1: you got. Mm-hmm.
0: Apparently my dad's there. (laughs) I still can't believe I'm just supposed to show up.
1: Nobody nobody wants to touch that
0: one. (laughs) It's fine.
1: Lubric was doing you a favor by not telling you.
4: Quinley is going to really be excited.
2: (laughs) I mean, he's just head over heels that, you know, runes taking him to to meet her parents.
0: (laughs)
4: Uh, I don't know is, is Quinley gonna maybe ask a pretty important question of uh, her parents <laughs> check
2: check back in the book six wrap up that's the answer <laughs> that I have to you
0: well I mean Eclipse doesn't have anyone here so I don't have a goodbye really anyone else well,
2: our affairs are in order we have a ton of loot I think it is time for us to gear up and get out of town.
0: Yeah, I actually have some really good plans for all the stuff that I want to buy.
2: Good, as
4: do I. There are many upgrades to to be had. Hmm.
2: I don't suppose you would know anybody ever who would <laughs> <laughs> help us spend all this coin.
4: Well, I think I did see a uh, sewer system in the uh, the uh, underground. areas. Hey guys, yeah. I, I know
0: you're still not great with directions without me. I'm about to leave, but uh, we did go to the Lost Co. Literally together in this city. Um, <laughs> I can I can draw you a map really quick before we head out, if that's if you need it.
1: Can't spell Lasco. Can give you directions there. I can
0: draw a couple rats together.
1: <laughs> I can draw a pile
0: of rats. Oh Zat! I can
4: recognize the Zat. <laughs> yeah. This looks just like
0: Zat.
1: It's actually just the Lasco logo. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: bunch of rats. A pile. <laughs> That's funny. Well, should we head to Lasco? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, we should. Hell yeah, we should.
1: Okay. <laughs> So you make your way to Lost Co with your copious mouse. Oh, um, it. I guess it is a new day because you guys did level up. Did you guys? Uh, did anyone want to? Um, I don't know.
0: Talk about that. Ooh, Ooh, yes. Well, talk about
1: that, but also identify the staff that you found.
0: Oh, sh-
2: <laughs> <Ew>.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm. I'm not dead anymore, so I can do that now.
3: <laughs> Helpful. Yeah.
0: It is. It is. All
3: right. 38. Nice. 38.
1: That should do it. Yeah. Uh, This is what's known as a staff of cackling wrath. Oh. The thorns embedded in this gnarled length of wood make it rather tricky for the unwary to grasp. It allows use of the following spells. So this is a staff, so it uses your caster level when you cast the spells. It contains 10 charges to start. It's got... Blindness deafness for one charge, charm person for one charge, hold person for one charge, inflict moderate wounds for one charge, baleful polymorph for two charges, bestow curse for two charges, and vampiric ch- touch for two charges.
4: Oh. All right. Sure. Yeah, that's pretty heavy.
1: It's also worth 47,000 gold, so. But that's a lot of free spells. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: That is.
1: And then inflict- you get into how staffs work and... In- first edition i quite honestly don't remember except for that you use your own caster level on
2: the spells but i thought you like cast it and then you had to charge it back up and I, that's why i feel like people didn't use them because but they're frustrating you
0: only have to charge but you can like use everything right mm-hmm. and then you have to charge it but it's like a charge yeah. at the end of the day i believe
2: yeah you can
1: I, I, I believe you have to i believe you get uh charges per spell slot expended but i mm-hmm. could be wrong so like at the end of the day if you have like a fifth level
2: spell you didn't use, you can throw five charges into the staff or whatever. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to mess with it. If somebody else wants to claim it, go ahead. But not for me. Yep. Not for
0: me. I need my hands for my axe. I
3: could maybe use it. Um, since if I am going to use my weapon, it's on my belt. Um, and she has quick draw. Or Uska has quick draw. Um, but I would need to look into uh, recharging and what that looks like to see if that would be reasonable.
1: I think it is. I think it's as I just described it, where like whatever whatever spell level you pump into the staff is how many charges it gets back.
3: I mean, I guess if I could do that, like with spells that are left over...
1: Yeah, I mean, you can do it at any point. Like it, Even on like a day of travel, you could... Well, oh, I think it has a maximum charge, though. Yeah. Either way, I think. Yeah, you that's yeah.
3: It. I mean, I'll use it if uh, you guys are okay with me.
2: Great, all
1: keeping yours. Keeping
3: it. These are Perfect, some yeah pretty intense spells. Oh yeah, love that. All right.
1: Yeah, you basically got five baleful polymorphs today at your caster level. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a fifth level spell. So that's quite a bit.
1: Yep. <laughs> Yeah. So a staff holds a maximum of ten charges. All right. All right. So the the um the recharge mechanic is not that easy. So basically, you have to um, you can only recharge a staff one point per day, and to do that, you have to spend a spell slot of the highest level of the staff. So if the staff's highest level spell is fifth level. You can recharge a point into it with a fifth level spell. Um, Ooh, however, okay. um, I'm willing to be flexible on that, and I'll say if you have a fifth level spell at the end of the day, you can just pump that into it. Cool. But it, it sounds like it's a it's a once per day. Like you can give it a point per day. Hmm. So I guess that's to that's to keep you from abusing the five polymorph yeah. per day thing. But
3: so I um, don't drain it completely and then yeah uh, recharge it all back up. I think that's still pretty uh, pretty powerful, especially if we're in a, in a sticky situation in a combat. It would yeah. be a good thing to pull out if we're uh, really running low.
1: Absolutely. Okay, cool. So you're heading to Lost Co. Yeah. Uh,
0: what
1: are you guys buying? I don't need to know everything. I don't need to know any consumables or anything, unless they're, like, super cool. Uh, but what are you guys getting as, like, your... I think you all had, like thirty thousand gold to spend after this book, depending on like what you all sold and everything. So any any highlights for really cool items or really cool upgrades you guys are getting? Uh, Haley's got her she's looking at me like she uh she-
0: I got cool stuff.
1: Okay, yeah, what'd you get?
0: Uh well uh Eclipse gets into Lasco immediately takes off her armor and her uh axe and and just immediately passes those on to get upgraded. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want a, another plus one on that axe to make it 12 plus two. I want Bane on dead as well to be a permanent. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow my, my boy Matumbe. I'm getting Deathless. Oh,
2: <laughs> it's, it's, it's good.
0: It's really good. And that's, I mean, that's all of Eclipse's upgrade. Is
1: Deathless a plus one enhancement? Mm-hmm. It is,
0: unfortunately. So that's kind of um, it for Eclipse. And then she's also going to send the Lopper in to get wrapped. So I purchased plus one body wraps, Bane body wraps of Mighty Strikes. And that is basically a cloth that goes around the body and uh, will give a, like, basically a magical enhancement bonus. Because, to to the natural attacks, because the thing that I figured out, um, I was having issues with my sheet and I couldn't figure out why and I, like, didn't know. Uh, In The Spiritualist, you cannot wear the same slot as your phantom... (laughs) So, <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> I saw that look. Emily. Like, yes, it's horrible. Um, so that means that I can't do an amulet of mighty fist without taking off my amulet of natural armor. And unfortunately, I have really bad, like, I have a bad AC just naturally. So I don't want to do that. But we did get a bracers, bracer of armor plus five. So Lopper now has those. And I didn't have a wrist slot. So that's fine. And what I didn't have... A body slot. So the Lopper got my body slot here and he's getting wrapped up. Um, these are kind of interesting, so they're cheaper than you'd think. And the reason why they're so cheap is because technically, um, if you had a bunch of natural like natural attacks, you can only use it uh like one time per round. Um, but the lopper really only has the one. <laughs> so it kind of is it gets away from some of those things. This would be something like if a monster had you know claw claw bite tail rend the, like all of that it doesn't work on anything but the first thing mm-hmm. or well mm-hmm. the thing you pick so um for the lava, this is not too bad because i got one a slam. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so it's it's like a relatively cheap item because of all that but yeah nice stuff
1: cool yeah, yeah. that's a sneaky way
0: it was. Do do? <laughs> uh, the amount of Googling I had to do to figure out how you improve natural attacks without affecting uh, mm. a next slot. <laughs> there's like no option. You can't
1: give them a weapon, can you?
0: No. It's mm. like
1: the, um, there's the hand wraps now.
0: Yeah. So I possibly could look into something with that. Uh, but I, after doing a lot of Googling, uh, nobody does that for some reason and i'm not sure why and maybe i just missed it but i found body wraps and they're plus one bane undead so
1: no but nobody probably does it because the hand wraps came out in like the last source book of first edition
0: (laughs) probably
4: (laughs) my my priest had it but uh, yeah but
1: there's like nothing on the forums about
4: exactly
0: well again i tried i was doing so much like what feet chains? Because he got he got another feet this level as well. So I was like, What well, feet chains? What can I do? And I'm like, I already have everything that's listed that does anything. <laughs> and he still was not doing good.
1: <laughs> all right. Who wants to go next? Well, Air Bear
4: is right behind Eclipse with uh taking off all his clothes, getting those upgrades to to his armor. Um
1: but that's one of the one of the one of your cousins like because, would you die in these? <laughs> there, well, there was a time when uh,
4: it, I was cut in half, so the stitching might be a little bit loose.
2: He's got like there. two parts <laughs> of the leather armor.
3: Um,
0: and then he died, and then right after I died. So if you could do like a quick cleanup for both of us. It looks like your leather armor <laughs> went
2: through a can opener. <laughs> yeah, He's died in them twice, to be precise.
3: It's taken a lot to bring them all back.
4: So that's what uh, Air Bear's big, um, one. I guess one of his big, big ticket items, but he, instead of upgrading both of his weapons to plus three, he's going to negate one of those and upgrade, uh, or I guess get... Much better ring of resistance and uh better uh amulet of natural armor. So okay. get AC you're, you're and boosting saves. that armor. And then what are your
1: weapons? Is one going to a plus three?
4: One is going to a plus three and the other my
1: offhand uh weapon will stay at a plus two. Nice. You didn't uh you didn't look at those katanas at all, huh? thought you might with for a main hand you can you can use the one that's got the effortless lace on it uh in your main hand i think
4: so i really but, i really wanted to it's the agile that that my weapons currently have that it's,
1: it's yeah, that's a little fair. tough to it's just a plus off. one it's supposed it's a plus one to add it on to that though right <laughs> but i think <laughs> that, that was uh, already I'm like there, a but, plus four weapon yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, cool. Okay. Uh, and what, what are you doing to your armor? Are you just improving the, the, the bonus or are you adding any special properties? Just improving
4: the bonus. Uh, oh, no, no deathless. I mean, as as a character that just kind of dies pretty frequently at this point, you know, yeah. why not? <laughs> why well, <I> prolong the
2: <laughs> inevitable? I, I yeah, see. yeah. I like where your head's at. I can talk for for a quick bit because mine's tight here. So Matumbe just is grabbing tons of potions. <laughs> at this point, I was talking to Haley about he this said the liquor store. <laughs> it's exactly yeah, it just clears <laughs> off a shelf of fly and dark vision. Because at this point, with a book left, it's cheaper for me just to buy a bunch of potions than it is to get the permanent like thing that'll give me dark vision or like a fly speed at certain times per day. So I just got a shit ton of potions. Um, then I really am jacking up my saves. So I bumped the cloak I had up to a plus four, and then I got a ring of evasion. So I'm going to not be taking any damage on a successful reflex save, which pairs nicely with my level up this level where I got stalwart, which is maybe one of the best, if not the best, um, uh, abilities that a character can get in this game where if you succeed on a will or a fortitude save you take nothing you don't take like the half effect or the lesser effect so any save that i do if i succeed and there's some like oh the failure was uh four rounds of confused but when you succeed it's only one round that's zero rounds for me so any save that i succeed on no ill effects yeah yeah it's yep. awesome it on a character before is just
1: so well worth getting that ring of evasion mm-hmm. if there was a ring of stalwart I would say anyone with evasion should get the ring of stalwart yep yeah that's great yeah that it'll be it'll be much harder to get Mitumbe, uh prone on the ground now
2: that's right oh yeah but that's it really I mean no, no exciting purchases beyond that those were um, I'm just jacking up my saves and it's a pretty expensive to do so so
4: You're going to be real stealthy walking around, clinking around
2: with glasses. (laughs) Hey, man, my my stealth is a 16. That ain't bad. No, Uh, After this level up, I have 517 total skill points. The is just, like, filled with bubble wrap. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's packed in there with bubble wrap. (laughs) Yep. That's all.
3: Well, Uska uh, comes in at the back of the party and she also takes off her armor and she's going to get some Deathless put on that armor as well because she's seen how powerful that can be. And then after everyone has talked about how many times they have died, uh, Uska needs more healing, more life essence. And she's drawn to an amulet of an amulet of the spirits and it's a life spirit. So this is actually kind of a cool item. It has some different abilities, but if you already have this spirit of life that she has, it um, boosts those abilities. So it gives her an extra D6 whenever she channels and increases the DC for the save, which is Ooh. pretty nice. So now she's up to a uh, eight D6 when she channels.
1: Nice. And you have that, uh, that ring from Ed, right? So yes. now you have the...
3: For the extended the range extend and then one...
1: Extended
3: uh, One swift switch. action. So her channeling is going to be a lot more powerful. And another item she's drawn to in the store is something that her mother told her about. Uh, it is a Death Warden's bandolier and there are three bells strapped on the front of this bandolier and... um they have different abilities that are pretty good against undead creatures. Um, and if you channel, you can get benefit, but the coolest thing, if you ring them all, um, it can give, uh, everyone within 30 feet, um, death ward as at 11th caster level.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's huge. It was huge when Freya had it. It's huge now that you have it.
0: Um, I do think it's funny, and even though it wasn't going to be optimal for Eclipse, I did sit down, and both Emily and I were planning to get that because it's, <laughs> because of just how great that Death Ward was, and then I decided to go for weapons when I realized she had it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, cool. So, um, the rat folk of Lost Co work with Lickety Speed to get your items upgraded, those of you that are upgrading, and um, you know, those of you that have purchased... I've just bought some new stuff, Matumbo. You're walking out of there with like seven brown bags. Yep, um, <laughs> brown bagging it. Yeah, you're brown bagging it. Um, and I think at this point, why don't we why don't we talk about your level up? We're talking about your gear. Let's talk about what everybody took for thirteenth level. I don't know that it's a huge level. It's a great level for stalwart,
2: <laughs> for Matumbo. Who wants to go first? You know, how, how about I kick it off because that I basically set my level up, right? So I, I did take um, another level in Inquisitor, and I know everyone's very excited to hear what a level 13 Inquisitor can do. Too bad, I'm only a level 11 Inquisitor. So that's why I got Stalwart now as opposed to a while ago. But besides that, the only exciting thing was what I already mentioned is that I just um, am really going hard with the skill points. I took a feat called Cunning which just gave me an additional skill point per level so I was supposed to get 13 skill points this level and instead I got 26 um, because it's like double what you get or whatever Um, and that's it honestly. Stalwart's incredible. Skills are out of control. How do you have enough skills
1: to have like to not cap out your ranks, how do you mean?
0: Because you can't have more ranks you can't than your ra- level. You can't oh, well, think-
1: it's across like thirty different skills. Yes, you're right. Guys. But, it's but all you, of lo- the you almost could put a rank in everything this level. hmm <laughs> Mm-hmm. Plus a profession.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's across like thirty different skills. Yeah. Hmm. And that's. Uh, and I'm sorry to, to be clear. That's that's 517 total. So that's in, so that's not just that's not skill ranks. That's points. So, oh, okay, cla- okay. You so know, your, like class your class bonus mm-hmm. and all of that type mm-hmm. of stuff. So, I was going to say you're you're about to edge it out, man. Yeah, there, no. I'm I'm sorry if there was any confusion there. It is not skill ranks. It it is total skill points. That's still ludicrous.
1: <laughs> yeah. More than any rogue I've ever heard of. So many.
4: So, right. I can uh, say that air bear got a fantastic feat. It is called underfoot combat and it is it's not underfoot those there are different those are two different feats but underfoot combat is where you clamber in and around your enemy's personal space to devastating effect you're able to share a space with a hostile creature uh, at least one size category larger than you plus two shield bonus to your AC while occupying the same space as well as a plus two bonus on all attack rolls against the creature whose space that you share. The creatures that share a space take a minus two penalty on all concentration checks. Entering the space occupied by an opponent provokes an, uh, an attack of opportunity. This ability does not stack with similar abilities providing
1: a... Cre- yeah, that's-
4: yeah it, it's... I, I mean, as a small creature, as a small, yeah,
1: as a, that, mm-hmm. that's that's really tight. That's uh, that's gonna be huge. That's a that's a four point swing either mm-hmm. way, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to your to your survivability and uh, offense. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's pretty killer. And I passed up staggering critical for that, so I'm I'm excited. Do you know how that works with flanking? Because I don't. I would assume anybody that's
2: next to the Enemy is automatically flanking with you if you're occupying their space. I, I don't know, but what I will say is with the feet that I have, I would be flanking with him. Right. Blades right. above and below. Yeah. So he would provide a flank for me if he's inside somebody and I'm next to him. Right. But I, I would assume um, he'd provide a flank for anyone
1: that's next to the creature because he's technically like inside of
2: that yeah. square.
1: Yeah.
3: That's nice.
2: Yeah. Basically inside that creature. Yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> be I'll get a little swallow holes coming. This
1: we got a gingerbread witch at some point in this book. So.
4: Yeah. Well, I guarantee that inside joke is not going to come up again. So <laughs> <laughs> certainly not. Certainly, make, certainly won't. Don't make promises you can't. You know you can't keep. <laughs> oh when you're when you're in your thirties. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you all will get it soon. Yeah. Brooks and I get it.
1: <laughs> when you're in your 30s, you gotta take feats just to get inside.
2: hmm
4: We gotta Let's take we that. gotta take feats for it. The next nice, mm-hmm. the next nice mm-hmm. feat is a little blue feet. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Don't worry, when you turn 30, it all turns around.
0: It all <laughs> turns around. That doesn't sound like the right direction
4: for it to turn. <laughs> I didn't say it was in the right next.
0: No, <laughs> I can go. Mm-hmm. So I took another level, level of occultist and not spiritualist.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> and, I just and, made you take the spiritualist.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. It was my punishment. I get it. It's both punishment and and a blessing. But anyways, uh, at 12, it's not very exciting. Um, Except for my haunt that I can extricate, which I almost never do, but uh, maybe I will now because now it can fly around and not just be stationary. So that's pretty cool. Uh, It can fly and go deliver spells. It can also just kind of fly and run into stuff. So that's fun. I might use that. Um, Otherwise, I got a a new feat and chose the feat um, Furious Focus. Which means that uh, even in the middle of, you know, fierce and furious blows, I can find focus, and I don't take the power attack uh, penalty on melee rolls on my first attack, which is good, Mm -hmm. so I can hit more things. Mm -hmm. The lopper also got a feat, and we got improved battle strike for lopper. Nice. Which, by the way, makes his damage 12d6. What? Oh. Yep. 12 D6, because he's a 4D6 standard. And then with Vital Strike, he was 8D6. 8, and now he's 12. And then if I also have my enhancement bonuses and Bane, that's another 2D6 against Undead. Wow.
4: Nice. Wow. it's so. average of at least, like, about 36. That's a lot. Heavy hitter. Hit her.
0: I don't have a solid plus like mm. the, the, It's, it's yeah. 12 He's all dice Yeah, mostly, mostly dice <laughs>
4: But still, I mean Wow, that's cool yeah.
0: It is pretty neat
3: How about Uska? She got some cool stuff uh, With a shaman uh, She can now scry on her familiar once a day Which maybe could be used for reconnaissance But it takes an hour to cast So we'd have to be pretty invested Still a neat ability to have. And the feat I took is again to help keep this party up and running. I don't want everyone to fall um, in combat. So I took a cool uh, feat called Channeled Revival. And this expends a large portion of your channel positive energy to, uh, as a full round action, cast uh, Breath of Life. And the range is the range of your channel. So if I have my extended channel, that's 35 feet. So full round action, I can breath of life someone, but it costs four of my channels. <sighs> so it comes at a cost, but.
0: But I mean, I'm like
3: key. Yeah. Yep. Especially yeah. if Uska's not flying and someone is like 30 feet away she couldn't reach them and cast Breath of Life in a round so this expands her radius where she can actually utilize that spell so I I think it could be could be pretty helpful Uh, and then she also uh, with this level gained another D6 uh, with her channel and so then with that additional amulet now she's up to 8 D6 where I was at 6 D6 so that's a nice jump.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. You guys are getting strong.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll just have to make stronger enemies.
3: Mm. Oh, we're not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're all still alive. Yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the worst that could happen?
1: Oh. What's the worst that happens? You being spent muddy to revive ourselves? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, we did buy two Scrolls of Resurrection as a party thing. I don't yeah, know.
4: We'll smart. That. Oh, yeah. We'll a smart call. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, this st- well, I think this is one of the first times that we're not going to the bargain bin for for wands. Yeah.
1: Imagine how useful that could be if you just like scoop up 30 wands heading into heading into Verlick. I will I will say, you know, this is potentially your last shopping
2: trip. For the love of God, let's not do another wand bargain bin. My my cheat looks like trash with 15 <laughs> wands of garbage. Nobody, nobody wants a little wand. Well, don't
1: bargain.
0: worry, because uh, I'm pretty sure Rune's taken the half that she had. She's mm-hmm. not going to dump them on anyone.
2: Good. She can keep them. I don't want them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we lost some with Freya, too. She definitely had some of the wands.
2: You guys are running low on bargain bin wands. Seems like the right time to stock back up, So I'm saying. Don't worry, I still have my one charge of fool's gold. <laughs>
3: Oh,
0: you have that? Rune has that. I'll take it off (laughs) Rune Sheet. You can have it.
2: Oh, good.
3: (laughs) Oh, lovely.
4: (laughs) So much more useful here. Mm Mm-hmm. No bargain bin.
3: Uh, Do we want to invest a little bit more of our party money to get something that could give us life bubble?
0: Tell me more.
3: So I was checking because this is a cleric spell. So Freya had it, but it is not a shaman spell. So Uska can't prepare it, but it is a third level ranger spell. Uh, But it essentially uh, covers a creature with a constant movable one-inch shell of tolerable living conditions. So you can breathe freely underwater in a vacuum, as well as make you immune to harmful gases and vapors. And knowing Mm. what we just heard about the weather we might be facing, it could be helpful. It also lasts for two hours per level, per caster level, and then uh, it can be split up.
0: Yeah, I yeah. know for a fact Tula had that for a while, so I definitely know what the spell is, but are we just uh, talking about a wand or something?
2: Wander a scroll Yeah. At that point. Okay. I think that's a good idea. I got a little bit of cash left over. If we want to pick something up, we should, but we can figure that out. Yeah, that sounds pretty
0: good. For sure.
1: Yeah, you guys have most of your consumables figured out already, so...
4: Do we want to get something for the whole camp camp. Is so there a way that we can hide our camp? I feel like there's a spell or something like that. that hide our camp? Like sanctuary something or something that. like that. So we're not jumped while we're...
0: Steve played her in episode 200 but mm. I have, you know, the little girl that walks around the camp and protects us and will attack actually if there's someone unwanted. Yeah, but that yep.
2: doesn't hide
1: you It guys. doesn't hide
0: it. It, mm. does, it does alert me immediately like it would give us the time I guess.
2: Yeah that sanguinary cloud mm, mm-hmm. is is scary that it would just drop on a campsite.
0: Oh yeah I hear I, what you're saying.
2: But I don't know if hiding a campsite and making sure some sort of gross magical cloud not be able to sense living creatures are the same thing. I don't know how it detects living creatures. These things all kind of follow them around. Yeah there, there are a lot of items that are like hey this is a little pocket dimension thing
0: Yes.
1: Like, like
0: That's correct. Julia um, made some irresponsible decisions for her level up.
1: Oh. Should probably hear about those. Uh,
0: <laughs> I really just went for it and made some mistakes. It's fine. It'll be fine.
1: That's Yeah. Great. I guess I guess that's uh you know that that's a call you guys have to make because you do know you're with how far away that is,
2: you're gonna be spending nights in Veerlick. Well, we're, we're going to have to do our homework. Yeah. This isn't something we're going to figure out right yeah. now, I don't think. Yeah. We, we
4: all have extra cash, so. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't have that much. Can't go wild. We can get some stuff. But
1: yeah, why don't we just blow some But food. we also
0: need diamond dust. just we get, we do need we just diamond get dust. a
1: lesser dimensional space?
0: We need diamond dust, and I got to have my stuff for stone skin, so can't go wild. Let's
1: just all sleep in the bag of holdings every night.
3: Totally fine.
1: <laughs> Little snorkels that come up. Our, our bag there you of go.
4: done. Our, our sleeping bag of holding. Sleeping bag of holding.
3: <laughs> yeah, if you just stick your nose out, that works, right? You can breathe.
1: <laughs> Got four noses coming <laughs> out of his bag.
3: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> okay, so I assume you're setting off. Yes. How are you guys planning on traveling to Veerlik? Air Bearer has oh. his broom of holding or a broom of flying, so
4: he he would at least be able to fly for nine hours a day. Mm
3: -hmm. If we wanted to, Uska could windwalk all of us. Um, There it is. So we turn, yeah, I can't teleport, but I can turn us all into vapor, and we can float.
4: (laughs) And that way, we're not going to get struck by
1: lightning. How long does that last?
3: So it is one hour per level, and I believe it's Uh, likely split uh, between creatures.
2: So that's maybe not something that we could rely on for a full day of travel, but would at least help us make up some ground. No, it's not split. It's you and one touch creature per three levels. Oh. So
1: that'd be everyone. It's one hour per level. You alter the substance of your body to a cloud-like vapor and move through the air, possibly at great speed. Normally, a windwalker flies at a speed of 10 feet with perfect maneuverability. If desired by the subject, a magical wind wafts the windwalker along at up to 600 feet per round. With poor maneuverability, windwalkers are not invisible, but rather appear misty and translucent. If fully clothed in white, they are 80% likely to be mistaken for clouds, fog, vapors, or the like. So you guys basically turn into clouds. I mean, 600 feet per round is... Is no joke. Yeah. That's um
3: as long as we can go in the general direction, if we have poor maneuverability, we should be fine.
1: I mean, even with poor maneuverability, like you're not making any sharp turns. Yeah. <laughs> like you're you're going to go into one area, so um yeah,
2: you could definitely do that. There's ten rounds in a minute. That's six thousand feet per minute. That is sixty-eight miles per hour. We're hauling ass. Yeah. Yeah.
4: we're we're on the highway.
2: <laughs> yeah, cruise control, baby. <laughs>
0: we're not speeding, but we're on the highway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta stick to the laws here. We're going a solid granny speed. Yep, a couple under. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure. So you guys kind of pop into clouds. I assume you like maybe try and you know wear like a white overcoat or something so that you actually look like clouds and you kind of take off with the wind in the direction of Virlik. it's kind of like I think northwest of you because Califas is kind of like the southern point and so you're able to make the non virlik journey relatively quickly because you're moving yeah at like 60 miles per hour Uh, at about half the journey to the Monastery is outside of Virlik itself, so, you know, 125 of the of the 200 miles, or 250 miles. Oh, that's interesting. When you reach the border of Virlik, which takes you about two hours, you do see just the, the overwhelming corruption of the land. It almost just, like, crosses over. You can clearly see the border of the place because the uh, you can kind of see off in the distance the hungry mountains like look like crooked pointed fangs out uh, in the border and you can still see them even though they're you know a hundred miles away like all the trees all the grass have just like lost their leaves lost their color faded you see like a a stream or a pond off in the distance it just it smells like rot Even from up here, you can smell it's like something died in there. It's like gray and foamy and doesn't look like anything's living in that water. You can almost feel the necromantic magic as you cross over and then you can really feel it. And then it is, it's as if you've dropped like, like on a roller coaster, like you feel like the G forces. As you begin to go even faster. Uh-oh. I need Uska to make me a will save. Okay.
3: 31.
1: Nice. With a 31, you are just able to shake off this like pool you were feeling. Uh, the rest of you felt it as well, but Uska had cast the Windwalk spell. You realize that if you continue in, you're going to have to continue making these saves.
3: Oh, so we basically have to walk from here?
1: You have to walk? Well, how quickly can you drop?
3: So we can move 10 feet of perfect maneuverability around. So mm-hmm. 10 feet per level. And then it does take five rounds to change to and from the vapor form.
1: Oh boy, make another will save.
3: Can we back up? <laughs>
0: doesn't say can't she turn around with perfect maneuverability
1: she could turn 10 feet but it's not
3: uh, right we like zipped in
1: in around you've zipped like you've zipped mm-hmm. into the radius of this effect
3: okay so we could okay. turn around and then after we turn around we could probably go faster but mm-hmm. okay oh boy oh boy oh uh same thing 31 Nice.
1: 31 so now you can uh you can turn around.
3: She is going to turn around and uh, she's going to move, like go faster, use that wind to push herself outside of the radius of uh, this effect.
1: Okay. I assume you all do the same. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we follow.
0: Eclipse might even try to do it faster with worse maneuverability because I have fly experience. (laughs) Not really. I'm just going to go with the team.
3: And then after that, Uska is going to start, once she no longer feels that tug, is going to try to find a safe place to start descending and then uh, transform out of the the vapor form.
2: Sure. Uska, what is the meaning of this? We were just about to cross over.
3: There was something pulling me. I don't want to go any faster there than I already was. I don't know what it would have done, but it can't be anything good. Are you saying it was pulling you, like, into something? I could feel the tug. Could you feel it, too?
1: You all felt that, like, speeding up?
0: I mean, I, I felt this getting faster. I thought, I don't know, I thought maybe we had gotten used to it or something. That wasn't from me.
4: Was it a speed thing, or was it a, well, uh, an air via effect?
3: Can I do like a spellcraft or something to try to understand what was happening? Or yeah. knowledge yeah, nature if it was like stronger mm-hmm. winds?
0: I would help you with spellcraft if I can. I or would, I would do this. I think
1: tomorrow. Arcana would probably be a better check.
0: I auto aid
3: whoever wants Don't have that, though. So someone roll
2: else. It. Okay. 41 with that aid. Matumbe, you know
1: that there were ley lines in Virlik mm-hmm. It's actually really strongly, probably the strongest part of Ustalov connected to the First World and the ley lines just split through it like veins. And you you think like from your vantage point from a high you almost like now that you're you're hearing about this effect you probably could have like pointed them out. You think that Tarbafan probably corrupted the ley lines here. Oh no. And you've heard of of something along those lines, something called a witch gate. It's kind of a beacon, kind of a, I wouldn't quite call it a portal, mm-hmm. but it kind of acts like a waypoint. And you think that's likely what the Whispering Way used to traverse this land is witch gates because it would allow them to jump from spot to spot through this corrupted ley line quickly,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: quickly through Veerlik. You could make it from, if if Veerlik had ley lines all the way across it, you could make it from one end to the other through these witch gates. But you suspect that they probably, they probably come with some sort of guardian, uh, something that, you know, a member of the Whispering Way could bypass. The reason you felt pulled is because any effect that increases your travel magically when within the radius of a witch gate will pull you to that nearest witch gate Ah. if you try to teleport into Virlik you'll get pulled to a witch gate if you try and shadow walk or wind walk or walk through plants it will just accelerate you to that witch gate
4: so good thing we didn't try to teleport in
1: (laughs) (laughs) but with a 40 you know that you can trick a witch gate To teleport you to the next one. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Okay.
2: So. How? Yeah, that that is definitely a question I need answered. However, my my initial question is, I I guess if if we were to try that, is getting pulled towards one of them a bad thing? Because we would need to find one first. So what you would know is getting pulled towards one can
1: cause, like like that will save, had Freya failed, would have caused you to be pulled towards it. Yeah, then Uska, as the caster of the spell, would have to make a caster level check to avoid Kind of the the vertigo that would set in with all of you being like kind of ripped out of your normal travel pattern to the witch gate. If she would succeed, nothing would happen to you. But if uh, she failed, then you would all need to make fortitude saves or be sickened for a couple rounds. Gotcha. Which normally wouldn't be a big deal. But if there is some kind of guardian at that witch gate,
2: that could be dangerous. All right. So then A to B here. If we're not able to do that, how do you find a witch gate? Just stumble into one. You can attempt to triangulate one, so you can use
1: kind of like detect magic and a really high uh, spellcraft to like notice kind of the border of one.
0: Sounds like a, a tag team duo here for Matumba and. Acliff. That's exactly
2: <laughs> what I was thinking. Nice.
4: <laughs> Ooh, so. Along our way, I think we did at least pick up a like a token or, or symbol of the Whispering Way. Did I got my Moribund Key. Ooh. Do we want to try to maybe trick said guardian to allow us to do this travel?
0: Yes, I think we should. And I do think that's a good way to do it.
2: All right. So, so Matumbe is going to relay this to the party and wrap up saying... Uh, We perhaps could use a combination of our skills to pinpoint the first gate. But since we are not able to travel with expeditious movement in this region, it may be in our best interest to find the close gate and use them for travel.
4: Use their own means of travel against them. That is very smart and tactical of you, Mutumbe.
2: Thank you, my friend. It is reassuring that my brilliance is acknowledged by one such as yourself. Your tactical acumen. I'd hate to see what happens when you get under the foot of an adversary. <laughs> is this what happens in your 30s? You just jerk off <laughs> everyone else in your 30s. Only 30 year olds would get it. Year olds will get it.
3: <laughs> if you need to get a higher vantage point, don't forget you can turn back into wind if you need to. So we we have this for a while. It just takes that five rounds to turn back and forth. So if you need a bird's eye view to triangulate, you can get higher up.
2: Gotcha.
4: But these gates aren't like actually visible, though, are they?
1: I mean, Matumbe, who has heard of a witch gate, would know that they they are. Oh, they are. Okay. It's a structure. Eh, bear, you fool. (laughs) (laughs) Matumbe and Eclipse have seen a witch gate.
0: Hold up, what?
1: Desna showed you a witch gate. Oh. In your vision, you saw a grove of gnarled trees that looked like a druid's grove. Mm. And oh. a gate. Yes, I remember that mm. now.
4: Okay.
2: Okay. An arch. You saw yeah. that, like, arch made of bone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we would know what we're looking for. I suggest we put our heads together, get moving.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, uh, don't worry um i can I can help out and and this will this will be kind of like when we use the dowsing rod, except um different,
2: yes, if I remember correctly, that was <laughs> unsuccessful. <laughs> we um, wandered around in the swamp for hours,
0: I think we're a lot more in sync now, <laughs>
2: I think so. <laughs> that is true that was unsuccessful
3: it was horrible it's,
0: it's horrible it's not good at all
3: you guys got it this time though
0: and we got but to be fair we did get a really good piece of fan art from that
2: that is true <laughs> Alex made something very special
0: anyways alright so uh, you're doing detect magic and I'm doing spellcraft let's do it we we would use help if, if anyone wants to help with spellcraft I would not say no
3: I will attempt let's see oh Nope. Do not aid.
0: Okay. Mm, sorry. Just, just roll. I,
1: can't, I don't have it.
0: This, this order done right, Griff?
1: Yeah, uh, you're gonna be rolling at a penalty because you can't do both. Unless I could. You could, but you'd be I can do
0: both. One. I just wanted it for the fun.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't make this check if you, if you can't. Do I have, both. I have okay. detect magic.
2: But to make making circuit. can I can aid, aid then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I would automatically with my plus 17 Spellcraft. Yep. Okay.
0: Yeah, I picked up Detect Magic with that Spiritualist level. Nice. Good choice, good choice. You aid. Yes. So I did roll real bad. So that's a 33. With the aid? Yeah. Again, I rolled like pretty bad. I can do it again.
1: You think you found the border and then you follow it into a tree. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's and, the dowsing rod all <laughs> over again. Uh, yeah, you, um, you, you just like lose the edge of it. Uh, on the on the edge of your detect magic um it's like it's something about like you know your your spellcraft would allow you to follow the ley line better and you're like you're not follow so like your your detect magic is only doing so much with all the interference here with the necromantic energy so you're not able to find the border
0: uh so detect magic's pretty new for me um that was an oops can i do it again
1: I know. Uh, You can. Spellcraft isn't a fail thing, I don't think.
0: Look, here's the thing. We've, you know, fallen before. We'll give right back up. No, no issues.
1: I mean, if that was a bad roll, you can probably just take 10.
0: Yeah, that was, I mean, that was a seven.
1: So this time you decide to, like, actually be um, careful about it. And with Matunbe's help, which you Mm -hmm. auto-aid, you are able to find the border. Uh, And you can follow the border for a ways... It takes you probably on foot like three hours to go around it. You realize it's a 20 foot or 20 mile radius, but that allows you to triangulate. Here's where it starts. I go around it. Here's where it ends. It's got to be in the middle there. Sure. And when you look towards the middle of this radius, you do see um, this dead looking forest spread out in front of you.
0: Perfect. Let's follow the death here.
1: We should have done that from the beginning. What are we
4: thinking? <laughs> <laughs> the path what?
1: You make your way through the woods, uh, still using your detect magic and like your spellcraft to kind of try and triangulate where these ley lines converge. And you eventually find a gem-encrusted arch made of bleached bones that stands on a patch of scorched ground surrounded by withered oaks. Sickly ravens perch on crooked branches, their hoarse cries echoing in the still air. And then we fade.
2: What? Oh.
1: And we enter in on the Nyghul and the seven other ships. They've come through the inner sea up to Lake Incarthen and up further still following the winding rivers of Ustalav to make it to the Shutterwood. And we see that the Nigul has been anchored at shore for some time here. We follow into the woods and see Ikmer commanding the prince's wolves to board the seven ships to make haste to Veerlick, to make haste to Renchurch, where Nana Opal is waiting with one of their leaders, two of their leaders in fact, Sawyer and Anya Saverine, and the wolves howl in agreement with their prince. Once back aboard the Nyghul, we see the wolves having joined the blood moon pirates on their ships. Ragsmauda tells Captain Avamar Sorinash to follow the river north to where it bends, and that should take them straight past Gallowspire. Then she turns to the only remaining people on this ship, Ickmer, Tulia, Durin, and Lyra. I've been working on something while we were at sea one of my many treasures. We will need all of the wolves for the war that is to come. But we must make greater haste to save Sawyer and Anya from that monster. And she unfurls this leather wrapping and it looks like a like a wooden ring with six pieces of interlocking rod. And it's completely etched in runes. She takes the first rod and places it through the middle. And you immediately feel a breeze at your back. She takes another rod and places it through. And you see above you, the clouds begin to part she takes a third rod and this time you feel weightlessness and the nighoul rises out of the water oh yes. yeah
4: wow
1: that's baller and now with these six pieces interlocked into three bars the nighoul floating there she takes this new magical wheel and replaces the wheel of the ship Airship. And with that back wind, the sails fill. The Nyghul is able to sail upon the sky. We'll be able to make our way directly to Renchurch. Church. Directly to Nana Opal. And hopefully, where the rest of your friends are going, we flash forward. And this time, the ship is flying over the scorched earth of Virlik, you see off in the distance one of those pale green storms and ever stoic unaffected by any of the weather on the outside Ragsmalda continues to pilot the Nigul through Then you hear a different sound the beating of wings Timberia. to the east and closing on the Nigel is a huge lunar dragon who lands with a thud on the bow of the ship. I have news. News of the rest of our friends. You see, they're following the Whispering Way. They're following them to Ren Church as well. I flew all this way. I could sense Tullia's task was done. And now, we must meet them there. But they're not alone. The last word I heard, they were gathering the vampires of Caliphas to come fight on our side. All the monsters of this country are coming out of the woodwork to fight the Whispering Tyrant. I've been in this country for some time. I've seen them gather, and I was almost caught by Merogarth, the dread. We'll have to be careful flying in this country. If we want to make it to Ren Church, we'll have to pass. Gallowspire, and that's where a Divian Addressant has his army forming. And he's tamed the Whispering Tyrant's old mount, Merogarth, and brought him to his heel. That ancient ravener is gathering souls by the day and getting stronger still. He'll tear anything out of the sky that gets within a mile of Gallowspire. And we must skirt around it. Take care of Renchurch first. With that, he shifts back to his human form as to not tip the ship any further to the side and looks to the four of you. It's good to see you again.
0: I missed you quite a lot. Are, are you coming with us fully?
1: Yes. We need to take that Damon's heart from Nana Opal before she can do anything else. If she meets up at Gallowspire, I fear the armies that we're forming won't be enough.
0: You don't got any of your uh, family members that could <laughs> maybe help too, huh? I mean, this is, you know, world ending and all.
1: Any of my family members? I'd have to go to the moon.
0: I could I could see how that could be difficult, yeah. Uh, well.
1: There is one, one other thing we must be worried about. Whereas Merogarth is a Terrifying undead dragon. Worse still, is the Umbral Dragon Signavier the Fifth.
4: Whoa!
1: That's what a name. I, mean. I felt her power trembling from beneath the earth. We of Dragonkind have heard, especially of the Umber- Umbral Dragons, that she was banished to the Darklands forevermore by her son Signavier the Sixth. But the earth trembles, the VI no longer takes to the skies, and I fear that if his mother has returned, if she joins forces with Merogarth, well, we'll need more power in the skies, for certain.
4: It's always good to see a friend, but how do we make sure that this the V doesn't
1: rise? Of that I'm not quite sure. But I know it's tied to the tyrant coming back. With how close the whispering tyrant is to emerging, some of his old allies are trembling in their hideaways. Siggnavier being one of them.
4: Then is there any way to bring back Sinavier the Sixth?
1: That I'll look into. although lunar dragons don't often strike an accord with Umbral dragons. He struck down his mother once. If he's still living, I wonder if he'd be willing to help do it again.
4: We could use all the
2: allies we can get. This conflict has made strange redfellows of many of us. It would be good to have another on our side.
3: Our adversaries seem quite strong. But there is strength in our teamwork and our life. We can still do this. We just need to gather more support.
1: Well, luckily you have, uh... Quite an old lady on your side. Don't think I left all my treasures on my own island. Oh no. You see, the hold of the Naigul can carry much of the artifacts that I had stowed away. I think we can use them to great purpose against these armies. Maybe even retrofit them to act as weaponry on the ship.
0: Are you telling me you had a hold of magical items and you didn't tell me until now? I'm only just now going to be able to study those.
1: Well, I thought it prudent that we keep in mind the mission at hand but it seems the mission has changed.
0: I guess that's fair. (laughs) I would want to play with them, so. I'll help you though.
1: Our number one goal should be destroying Nana Opal and Ren Church. And once that is done, it will at least weaken the attempt to bring the Whispering Tyrant back. If your allies truly are headed there, we must meet them there, or they may be in over their heads. At least we can bring them support.
0: That's true. And uh, Jim Barium, did you say it was only... A few of them who were going directly there?
1: That I didn't hear. Matumbe was leading up the group that were heading uh, into Veerlik. They had... Well, you'll have to see her for yourself. Uh, She looks just like her mother. But uh, through a strange string of events, uh, Freya is no longer with the party. Uh, I've been scrying on them for some time. Uh, hoping that I didn't need to retreat back to Caliphaz. They had it handled. Um, and they, they, they have new allies uh, that some of you haven't met.
2: I have not met you, nor have I met any of the people you um, talk about. However, my friend Dikma here was quite concerned for Freya in her old age. <laughs> Perhaps she passed naturally.
0: She was not.
1: No, she, she's in a better place.
0: I didn't think she had a child. Like, she didn't talk about. She didn't talk about our kid even once when we were in another plane. I think you'd talk about who you miss.
2: Igma also did mention she was beyond her child reeling ears. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Listen, you'll just have to hear it from uh, her daughter then. Uh, I'm not aware of the details, just that it was strange. I guess magic. Is uh, capable of anything nowadays. (laughs) And makes fools of us all. (laughs) And the nigh just like continues its course through the storms. And you see the hungry mountains spread out in front of you. And then rising up, you almost can see the sickness like fade away in this beautiful cathedral and monastery sitting atop one of the high hills right before one of the jagged mountains. You see it off in the distance, and you realize that was a trick, and it morphs into this disgusting, sharp sham of what it once was. And above it, just whirling above it, souls. And spirits, and you see like little dots, creatures walking the grounds, and you realize that you're in for it. And I need you to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. Oh my god, I oh boy. I knew it. <sighs>